Hi and welcome to episode 188 of Art Juice. This is honest, generous and humorous conversations to feed your creative soul and get you thinking with me, Louise Fletcher. And me, Alice Sheridan. Now you say 188, but then the competitive part in me starts going that there are there are podcasts that have been released and started more recently than we have and they're already on 300 or something because they do two a week I know. And my little my little competitive nerdy bit goes 180 <laughs> isn't that ridiculous well actually I have to I'm going to mention this on air did you see the thing I sent you from Anchor which is our podcast co-host I sent you an email with a summary of our results for the year and to help with your competitive nature, we were in the top 1% of podcasts. Well, yes, it was from Spotify. On, on several so there criteria. Was, there was obviously a flurry of stuff from Spotify because I saw all sorts of people sharing things. But yeah, they sent, they sent, it was right. It was quite an irritating, slow video, wasn't it? Yes. I had to sit through and screenshot. But yeah, it was, um, there was some quite nice stats. 100 countries. Hello, everybody. Yeah. A hundred countries, people listening. Yeah, yeah. Top one percent most shared podcast. That was incredible. So that's down to you, listeners. So thank you because it made. And do you want to know how you all do it? Thirty-three percent do it with a direct link. Eighteen percent on WhatsApp. Amazingly, twenty-one percent by text, and thirteen percent on Instagram. So that's fascinating. That is fascinating. I never thought of people texting their friends with a link to our podcast or doing any of that I thought of sharing on social media but I was quite yeah. I was really pleased with that yeah so that was lovely to sit and watch at the end of the day yesterday so have you listened to any messages yet I haven't seen any messages no I haven't I'm waiting I hope there are some I haven't anyway. seen a message come in so last week listeners we asked you to come and leave us a message and we even gave you a direct link in both our blog posts and on the show notes wherever you listen to the podcast and as of yet we don't appear to have had any messages so (laughs) we really 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 would love to hear from you and we're going to put the link in the show notes again yeah messages or questions because we would love to get your voice you don't have to leave your name if you don't want to leave your name that's fine but um it would ju- we just thought it'd be really fun to do a kind of q a or a roundup at the end of the year or something like that so do leave us a message how are you at impressions because i was thinking if no one rings up you could do different voices and i can answer the questions <laughs> i could stop random people in the street couldn't i oh dear no well I don't know yeah we'll be we'll have to resort to telling Christmas jokes if nobody leaves us a message so we have a really good episode for you this week but before we get into our main topic I just want to catch up and see what you've been up to this week oh no I did remember what I'd been doing this week and then I, <laughs> I brought my book so I could remember <laughs> It's gone really quickly this week. Um, I'm sort of preparing for our retreat next week. And um, I have been doing, I've been going through feedback forms, which is really interesting. And we've got my dad's 80th birthday coming up. And um, yeah, things like that. Things like that. I've also somehow seemed to have um, booked a photo shoot without sort of realising it. 
So I've been over to the studio this morning because it was a complete pigsty. And I know photographers like, you know, natural mess, but there's a, there's a borderline difference between natural mess and like, this is really just kind of grub, grub yeah. left discarded all over the floor. Yeah. So I went over this morning and had a bit of a clear up and empty the bins and stuff and did that thing where there were two paintings that I'd left in the middle and you kind of think oh what are those gonna be like oh quite like them actually so that's oh, quite that's nice good. yeah it's quite nice watered the plant good. haven't killed the plant yet in there which is amazing I how long has it how long has it been alive it's been alive since the studio sale so that's the whole of three months I thought you were going to say like since I've been in the studio you can't celebrate for not having killed a plant in three months I can (laughs) I can I'm really bad with plants really bad oh dear and when I go in and rescue that poor plant I I took it from home and Paul said to me he said I really like that one you know They've been, I was reading how they've been doing all these scientific studies into plant communication and the noises that plants make and their reactions to noises. Turns out that Prince Charles was right all those years ago when he was talking to his plants. Um, It's amazing what goes on in nature. So that just remember that plant is going to be crying out to its fellow plants for help if you kill it. And and now I'm worried that it's lonely. (laughs) Yeah. You'll have to get a second plan just so that it's not long. I'm seriously worried that it's only I've got a big fake one because everything and everything it's quite a big space, right? So it's quite echoey. Um and there's I've got rugs and things down in the bit that are the area that I don't paint on, but everything was just square and rigid and I needed something to break it up, but you know, bad with plants. So I did buy a big fake one. So now I've just got this vision of this little real plant. <laughs> Sending out planty messages <laughs> like, hello, you over there, and the fake plant going, <laughs> not me. Okay, I think we've gone off the rails now. Oh, totally random. What about you? What have you I, done this week? I don't have much to share, really. It's been like you, a week that just went by, and I thought, oh, I'll get my book so I can tell, I can see what I did that was so busy. Mm. And I look and I think, well, that's just a lot of busy things. Mm. And yet I've been busy all week. But the biggest thing I did was yesterday I had calls with two new virtual assistants. We interviewed virtual assistants. We found two that we loved with different skill sets, I kept going backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. What, which one should I, if I get this one? And then I thought, well, yeah, I you just thought get you got two. there last week. Did I? So I got, yeah. I, I hired the two and the second one was off for Thanksgiving. So I only heard from her this week that, yes, she yeah. wants to do it. And so um, I met them both yesterday and we had big calls going over what I'm hoping for and, uh, that is going to be really good because it's a lot mm. of YouTube help, TikTok help, TikTok help, but TikTok oh next year, not this year. Um, but I'm not going to be dancing. I'm not even going to be on the TikTok videos myself, I don't think. So anyway, um, that was it really. I suppose when I look at it, that is a big thing. So I should feel yeah. good about that because I've been needing that help for a long time. And if that sounds really over the top, everybody, this is a perfect lead into to our topic that we're going to be yeah. talking about, yeah. I think. So why don't you t- just give us a little intro, Alice, to what we're going to talk about this week? Because it's more your topic than mine. 
Okay, so um, I have the membership, Connected Artists membership, which has been going for five years now. And we open a couple of times a year usually. And if you're listening to this live, it is open now. I haven't done a big launchy launchy. I met somebody messaged me yesterday and said, when are you opening? I'm chomping at the bit. And I messaged back and I said, well, you know, when I get the emails together, but Saturday and then it will be open for a week. So it's open for a little bit longer to give you enough time to think about it because I know it's a busy time of year, but it's a really good time of year to join because that time between Christmas and New Year is a lovely time to kind of settle down, review, think about what's right for you. And I don't really want to be part of the noisy noise in January. <laughs> so I messaged back and I said, yeah, we're open at the moment, but there is it isn't going to be big launchy launch thing. So um, if you are listening, just make sure that you head over and you join the bit on my um website that says you want to join the wait list because the emails are only going to those people so because I don't want to be spamming everybody at this time of year um so we wanted to talk a little bit about that because I know that lots of you will be thinking about it and you might have questions but obviously we always like to try to make the podcast kind of helpful and informative and not just a sales pitch so just to put that into context, we thought it would be really good to talk about knowing what stage you're at as an artist, because that's one of the fundamentals that we kind of have within the membership. But even without that, I think that recognition of where you are and what you need at different stages can be so, so helpful because like you're talking about things like hiring a VA and you know, lots of people might be thinking, oh, that sounds fantastic. When should I do that? Or that's so far off for me. And it's very easy then to fall into that trap of either thinking, oh, should that be something that I'm thinking about now? Guilty if you're not at that stage yet. A whole whole load of kind of nonsense, really, that comes up because we are visible and surrounded by all kinds of different artists doing all kinds of different things at all sorts of different stages and I think one of the hard things is filtering that out and coming back to where you are and what stage what stage you're at so yeah, we thought we'd kick I, off there and see where we go yeah because I just I did want to flip back to to just stress what you said that if I'd have looked at myself five six years ago and and said what you need is a VA first mm-hmm. I would have laughed at myself to do what and secondly I, I couldn't have afforded it mm-hmm. and so when we talk about these things if you're not yet in that position knowing that these are stages and that you if you keep working at it you can be in that position if you want to be not everybody mm-hmm. wants to be um that's so important and I thought when I've been with you in Connected Artists since you started it, since before you even had anything. Yeah. And when when you developed those stages, which you did quite early on, yeah. I just thought it was genius because it was a way of um, taking this whole, you know, if I'm just starting painting and I'm thinking, I want to be in galleries and have a studio assistant to help me. And I haven't even sold a painting yet. It feels overwhelming for me to get to that ultimate point that I want to get mm. to. 
and it all can just and if you start thinking website instagram youtube dude i've got to do all the things and it's too much mm. Mm. and so the, the stages that we're going to talk about your it's it's a kind of framework that you've built for any artist to come into your membership look at their what where they currently are and then have a series of straightforward things to do that are not overwhelming and not to look at the other levels if they're either behind you or ahead of you in progress you can just forget them and focus mm -hmm. on where you are yeah and and sometimes people you know go out of sync I think I'm always very careful to say that you know this is it's not a blueprint I think a lot of um courses and particularly on marketing you know it can be a little bit dictatorial like you have to do this is what works and what works is what feels good to you and what you'll actually do at the end of the day so anything that we share within there is a frame you know it's a these are some things that are working for other people these are some things that you might want to try but come back to like what makes sense for you what are your natural strengths and you know that was one of the emails that I actually sent out yesterday was about how using your strengths which often we can think of as disadvantages like my slight <laughs> obsession <laughs> with detail and things you know sometimes that holds us back because we get wound up in getting things right but actually without that I don't think I'd have been able to create this in a way that is so informative so let's have a little talk about those stages so just to summarize then they are like the curious explorer stage the ambitious artist, rising talent, an established expert. And nobody likes, can I say, nobody really likes the phrase established expert, which I think is quite interesting. But, you know, I wanted to have a double E thing. <laughs> the time, and <laughs> yeah, I've never just, thought of anything better. It does feel a bit like, oh, I can't Compass. put myself in that one. So I'll put myself in the other one because yes. it sounds yeah <laughs> it does and and I would say um it what's really interesting is watching people move between those so the curious explorer is like this is that stage where you really enjoy making art you know you know it feels great you maybe you're doing a lot of different things working with different materials establishing you know you basically you're playing around you've got your fingers in lots of pots you haven't really settled yet um, but you've got this kind of little little nudge. This is something that you would like to develop a bit. You're probably not selling already, but you'd like to sell a bit more. So you want to keep exploring, enjoying it, but probably a bit confused and overwhelmed about what steps to take next. And I would say um, not most, but I would say that's probably the largest group of people as they start off as they come into the membership so there's this balance of making art really enjoying it and that sense of wanting more mm, yes and, and, and not quite knowing where to turn yes and and when you're at that stage what's important is to start if if you are someone who wants to build a career it's to start small there. So what to start sharing on Instagram. And I think, for example, at that stage, I kind of had this thought and I've, I've had people ask me this question as well. 
um, should I be posting yet? Because I'm not there yet. So if mm -hmm. I start posting now, it's not going to look good enough. Whereas actually, the thing that people most enjoy in following you on social media is sharing your progress. It's becoming part of a journey. I, I hate that word. It's everywhere, but it's becoming part of your journey. It's the only word I can think of. And so when you share with people at the beginning, I first shared when I first joined you in Connected Artists, I had a few friends on Instagram, friend friends who didn't care about my artwork. And I think I had about 10 people who did. That was mm -hmm. it. That's all I had. Mm -hmm. I still posted my artwork and shared it and it grew slowly over time. So what I like about that stage in your group is you, you have a series of things you can be doing and thinking about even for that stage when yes, doing art fairs, for example, might not be your thing yet. Yeah. But what, what can you be doing to start the process of building up? Yeah. I think that's as much part of it as anything, isn't it? Is what things can we actually take off your shoulders? <laughs> Like yes. what things is it actually like when somebody says to you actually it's okay it's probably best to forget about that now like don't worry about like creating a print range or you know products or any of those kind of things just forget that for the moment that's all right enjoy this stage that you're in now and you know the focus of your social media part of that is to give yourself the time to get to know you actually where does your work look best and is it okay that it changes and you know all of these questions that we ask ourselves I think it's important to say that actually they don't go away those those the doubts the concerns the things that that we have at each stage they change but they don't go away and I think at the beginning often there's a perception that like I'm not ready and all those other people are ready and yes. one of the lovely things I like about it is that actually you're exposed to people who you would look at on the outside and see they have got it all nailed. Like they have got, you know, the big income from art. They've got, all, you know, all sorts. They've got courses. They've got everything. They still show up with questions, with their doubts, saying, actually, I'm having a wobble today. And yeah that's so reassuring it's yeah. so reassuring just like at the end of last week you know faffing around with microphones and swearing at the kitchen chair and the cat litter tray you know <laughs> and it's just it's just to, to to be so um inclusive of that station I think to be exposed to that that's what I didn't have yes so there was nobody who was sharing that stuff just yeah. nobody yeah. Yes. And that's why I latched on to you. I don't mean I latched on to you. I, I wasn't outside your house sitting there saying, hi, Alice, I want to be your friend. But I found you online and I latched on to what you were sharing, which wasn't at the time that much, but no. it was it was nobody was sharing anything. So you were there as somebody who was putting little bits out. And it, it just like you say, when we when you started your group, initially, it was just a free group. And there were a few of us in it, but I just remember this huge feeling of relief when mm. reading everyone's posts that I found my people. Like mm. I found people I can talk to. And yes, they're not here to sit and have coffee with, but it's the next best thing. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, it's interesting. There's a group that I'm part of, and there was a bit of a, which is, um, you know, it's the Kajabi group, which both you and I to kind of used to host our content on. And it's actually a very helpful group. And usually in there, people are very, um, uh, again, helpful. Like, you know, they share quite complicated code stuff but also there are people who are just beginners and it was interesting yesterday somebody posted you know they said you know I hate it when people just share you know their successes and their wins without any context unless you're going to teach me something don't post it (laughs) right and it was it was really interesting though to see the response to that from so many people saying well a my friends and family don't get this. Whereas when I come in and talk to my Kajabi family and just say, like, I managed to pull together an XYZ or a, you know, a, 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 whatever it is course related, I know that when I share it here, people are going to get it. And I know that you have that within Art Tribe too. Yeah. You know, that is that is a very strong reason for any of these communities. It's like we're with the other art freaks. One who, of doing this crazy thing um but but also the conversation went around well you know it's it's amazing to celebrate with people who are further ahead than you because it shows you what's possible exactly if they can do it I can do it yeah and and it's to say I agree and another lovely thing about the community in connected because there are a lot of experienced artists people doing big things is people take the time to come on and share their lessons. So if someone does their first art fair, for example, they'll come and write this like essay about mm. point one, here's what I learned, point one, point two, point three. That is incredibly helpful on top of content that you've created about how to prepare is here's some real life lessons from someone. And it's so many members do that. So you can't get that if you if you're in a group of beginners. Sometimes I see uh in groups people will say, Can we have a group just for beginners? Because we mm-hmm. feel we feel yeah. you know insecure in front of all you experienced people. And I just think that is such um the wrong mindset. You should always be surrounding yourself with people who are so much further ahead than you. So you can figure out what so you can learn from them what what's the point of being a big fish in a tiny little pond swimming around? Everyone's the same. Everyone's good at something to the same level. You don't learn anything. I do get it though. I get that feeling of, um, and and sometimes we see it, you know, people are quiet or they, they, they don't, they feel like they're not actively participating. Um, and some of the feedback that we that we've had from it is like oh you know i don't say a lot but i've taken it all i've taken all this in and i've started doing this i just don't post that in the facebook group so it's lovely to kind of see that feedback when it when it comes in um but i do think there is a sense that that, that is also another part of growth to feel like that there are things that might feel a little bit um awkward and uncomfortable and I think you know we've maybe overcome it a little bit on the podcast like I'm reaching I was reaching out to somebody this week who I don't know but I've seen what she does online and we've got her lined up as a guest now like that still feels a little bit scary to me because 
she can say no she's coming on the podcast too I haven't told you about that yet but she is (laughs) um you know so again that kind of slight oh this feels a little bit uncomfortable for me and then it feels okay and then there's the next thing that feels a little bit uncomfortable and then it feels okay that that growth is the lovely side of it. So, you know, if you're in this curious explorer stage, you know, so much of it is about understanding your working practice better, knowing where you can find the time and space and just getting foundations laid, you know, whether that is in all the different things that you can do online or, you know, hosting a public event or doing something else um, to get your work out there. And a lot of that is all those kind of mind monkey mindset stuff um that we also kind of have included because although those things stay with you I wonder if they are worse at the beginning do you think they're worse at the beginning or do you just not have the exercise muscles to get through them so much you need more support at the beginning yeah I think they're worse at the beginning because I think experience well I can only speak for me but I think experience of like I've said before that I'm a bit stuck at the moment, but experience of being stuck mm-hmm. many times before and then not being stuck tells me not to worry. Whereas the first time it would happen, that's scary because oh, this might be it. And that's where yeah. having a group who can say, oh, don't worry, I've been doing this 10 years and I get stuck regularly can really help. So Yeah, and sometimes it can, it can be the simplest thing, can't it? That is a that gets you I mean it can literally get you stuck Mm. I'm trying to do it's not even about building websites at this stage you know but it could be I'm trying to do xyz on Facebook or apply for this or something like that and somebody just says gives you the okay or gives you a tip and you think oh yeah okay that makes sense I can do that now yeah but without without somebody else giving you that you'd you stay stuck I know I would I mean there's little things that I've stayed stuck with for a long time because like there wasn't anybody to ask yeah and I think the problem is like I belong to free groups for certain things like we've already mentioned the Kajabi group and other groups that are free and you can ask anything but the problem there is um, particularly with art groups I find free art groups tend to become First of all, a mishmash of all different kinds of artists with different kinds of aims. So some that Mm -hmm. are hobbyists, some who want to be serious. Then they become a place to just post what you've done and say, look at my painting. And Mm -hmm. everyone just comes on and posts their painting and leaves again. Maybe they comment on a few other people's paintings, but the the discussion isn't there. Yeah. And, And what's nice I don't think you have a rule. We have a rule in our group about only posting on Fridays and the rest of the time you can't post your work. But I don't think you even set a rule. It's just what's happened. It's conversation. We don't, we don't, we don't than... really have we don't really have rules. Yeah, that's my only rule. Um we, we, I don't really have rules, but we do have a share your work thread that is on Fridays. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that actually. But it is very much a conversational group and that's one of the great things about it we're talking now about the Facebook group which you can only join if you're a member but it goes back to those stages because again if you're at any of the stages having someone to ask we all run up against those things and so we all can come on and just ask and somebody's going to know yeah yeah so the next stage then is um ambitious artists so you're a bit more 
by that stage you're usually a bit more settled in your practice um and you're looking to just kind of um improve your workflow a little bit recognize what you're doing look at creatively how you're making the work you make refine it um doing all of those sort of creative review understanding things we've got this super have you done the the uh created value calculator thing that we've got in there is this so, something that's been there a while because it I, has been yeah, i think i did it a while ago yeah yeah it's a little magic thing where you can kind of work out which because this was one of those things that was a total pivot point for me when I first started and I was making work in different regards and small paintings and a little group here. And I thought, oh, yeah, this this could be good. You know, this is exciting. I want to do something with this. And again, we can be a little bit vague sometimes in our ambitions, whereas when you start to get it a little bit precise, you start it often reflects back to you. All right. Well, that's not quite going to work like that unless you make these sort of changes. So one of them for me was if unless I change something about the way I work, there is no way that this can be possible for me. So the created value calculator is a way that you can work out, you know, through the course of the year, if you want to make work in groups of different sizes, how much what your pricing strategy is going to be for them. And then you can start to go, okay, well, that looks like it could be feasible, or I realize I'm not going to hit, let's not just pick arbitrary goals out of thin air. That's not going to be possible unless I start to change the scale of my work or change the pricing of my work. And what is that going to entail? And where do I have to show it for that to be relevant? And all of those kind of things, it gets those kind of things start to come into it at that ambitious artist stage as long as long with all that support by this stage you, you know you do need a website you need to get your presence established because that's your home that's the bit you own yeah. outside of social media and that's that's a big thing that that's a big milestone for a lot of people and we've got some fantastic help in there from the wonderful joe have you enjoyed Joe's calls? Oh, you? very much. So this is somebody that you just brought on more recently. I bet it's I bet it's longer than I think it is, but it's a year now. A year. I, I would know. have said six months, but anyway. Um, so what is her full name? Her name's Joe McCarthy, and she okay. runs um an independent business which is as a kind of mentor for online shopkeepers, um, which is at Ferrain on Instagram. And she came in as a guest and she was just a delight. And I approached her and said, Um, can you come and do this more regularly, please, with us? And she said, Yes. And it she has been, you know, fantastic this year, a big support to me. Um because she's got a lot more experience and a broader experience, you know, I bring my experience, but it's lovely to have people that bring different experiences into it. So, um, and we've been cooking plans for next year too, which is, you know, quite exciting. So it's been lovely to have somebody who now really understands what the members need um, and, you know, how we're going to be supporting everybody to, to, to grow in that. So, yeah, so that's the, ambitious artist stage and then it gets into rising talent and established expert which again there starts to get a little bit of crossover because usually by this point people have specialized a bit you've identified which routes work for you but it's often the stage that people might bring in teaching or they might be expanding um 
you know, the range of work that they create, or they might be focusing on commissions or all of that kind of stuff now. So yeah, those are the different, those are the different, those are the different stages. Um, what is established expert versus rise versus what what was the rising talent rising talent so rising What's the talent between the two the definition for rising talent is um the basically you're gaining recognition with collectors already so you're looking at that expansion stage so you've already feel organized um you've got a system to take your work from the studio to the customer so you might be looking at things at this stage like re- really defining your email strategy a little bit more um and also i think one of the real struggles at this stage is that that business side of things can start to take over it can get a little bit complicated there are things that you need to learn about so it's keeping that balance between really making sure that you are connected back with the creative work you want to do not just what people are perhaps demanding of you and often if you've be if you've got gallery established relationships established by this stage um or even just kind of quite a lot of events in the calendar that you're doing independently you have to be maybe a little bit careful that you just don't get into a production cycle so it's really important that you've done the foundations by that stage but also that you review it regularly so that you come back to that point of but actually what do i really want you know am i going off on somebody else's journey or what somebody else is requiring of me at that stage um i think i think that's one of the tricky things about that yeah. stage yeah um yeah. but i think there's also a little bit of bravery and i'm thinking about like artists like trudy montgomery who again has been with us quite from the beginning and um trudy if you're listening i'm sure you won't mind me saying that you know I'm a little intimidated, perhaps, when people come in and I feel that they are further ahead than me. Like she had gallery representation, you know, she she already had, you know, prints. And, and I was kind of like, what's she going to learn? What's she going <laughs> to learn? Because she's got it all sorted. But, you know, she says that she still finds it a complete treasure trove and that she's already you know she's more organized with keeping on track of her um you know of her inventory and you know getting better at her instagram and news newsletters and email and the fact that it's full of other engaged artists who are at a similar stage um and that you know when she can come on with a question she gets that immediate answer in the Facebook group so you know it's lovely to see that we've got people at different stages and you know from that point of view I think you start to know other members of the group like who is at what level and who you connect with and we have a few things that are um you know quite face to face in an online world Mm. which helps that happen which and, could just be fun and silly too. You know, it's not all serious. Yeah, and I think when you're at those more advanced levels or you've done a lot of the things where, like for me, I don't log into your hub very often Yeah. Um, because a lot of what's in there now I have worked through. However, when it came time to do my book, so I discovered, oh, I have to do these photographs that I've got my paintings professionally photographed, but they wanted sketchbook photographs. So now I don't want to pay a professional photographer and lug them all the way over when I've got 
So I got a digital camera, but then I don't know how to use it. And lo and behold, I log into the hub and you have a video going through the settings on the digital camera, most of which, most of what I wanted to know was in there. And then there was something I didn't understand and I messaged and got the help to to the final piece that I didn't know. And I was able to photograph all those images for the publisher and save mm. myself a fortune from mm. what it would have been and, and time. And the images were great and they were really happy with the quality and they came out great in the book. So that is the kind of thing when you get to that um, rising talent or established expert, wherever you are, and you're talking about Trudy, where there are still things I guarantee in there that she would log on and say, ah, just what I wanted to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we all want different pieces of it. And what's nice now is that you've built up so much content that we can just go take the little bits that we want um, if we're not still on that track of following the tasks because we've maybe done most of the basic tasks. Yeah, and I think that recognition that everybody is doing things at different times and at different stages, you know, that's why it is a membership, not a course. Um, I actually added I added up yesterday because there were quite a lot of content pieces that I could take out and, and run as a separate course on its own. But I kind of believe that you need all the bits, like a jigsaw, you need all the bits together. So to give people like one part of the puzzle without having reference to all the other bits that they might need in the future, it's a bit like you know, giving someone a racetrack and then like, you know, tying rope around their feet so they can't run because like one bit of it on its own isn't isn't going to work. You need all of it. But I kind of, <laughs> I worked out the other day, if I took out all the bits or if I put it in together, A, you couldn't do it in a course, you couldn't fit it all in. But that ability to be able to go and find what you need, I think is, is really important. It's always been like really core to it for me. But the other thing that I think, is worth talking about in this sort of balance about knowing what stage you're at with your art and and this sometimes comes up what if i what if i don't want to sell my work mm-hmm. you know is it is it just about selling or like when should i be ready to sell my work um and there is stuff about selling that you know there's no doubt about the fact that it is the content in there is geared to help you make progress on that side. But there's also, even if you just came and did the work reviews and looked at the artist spotlight part and the and the like the studio mastery element and how you do creative reviews and critiquing your own work and all of that in terms of your own artistic development, that on its own, that would that would be enough. Yeah. You because have a really we... nice artist manifesto section that I enjoyed yeah. um, where you have to kind of really dig in and think about what you're doing and why. I think I need to go back and do that again now because I think that's where I've gone off track. Um, but that was really helpful to me and that has nothing to do with selling. Yeah, um, And like you say, the work reviews, which is where you um, sit down with artists who, members who are going through issues with their work or want some help can submit to come on a call and discuss their work and get pointers for moving forward or suggestions it's not like you don't sit there and tell them I think you need to change that red thing to a blue thing but you do talk to them it's much more coaching where 
what are you trying to do where are you stuck um mm. and and probing and and being insightful to help people develop and move forward which is value as valuable to watch as it is to participate in perhaps more because when you're not involved in it you're not personally attached so I like watching those calls and watching other people talk about their work because sometimes it sparks something for me in mine without it having to be mine that we're talking about yeah and if, and if it was mine we were talking about I might be thinking oh yeah well maybe I could do this or maybe I could do that and and not really getting the same benefit out of it because my mind's already racing forward it's different when I listen to other people so those I really enjoy the member spotlights as you say that's where you talk to other members in more depth about their work I always enjoy those so yeah yeah, I think there is a lot and a lot about organizing yourself and just what do you want to get out of this obviously Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> misorganization over here. There are spreadsheets, <laughs> but there are spread. Yeah, there are spreadsheets and tick lists and things to work through as well. Because you know, sometimes you just want you, and also you want examples of things. Like I learn best. Like it's all very well. Tell me the theory. Show me. Show me an example. Give me something to you know to work from. Don't just tell me what might relate. Like, show me why this about page works better than that one. Mm-hmm. So that I can print it out next to me with a pen and I can write over it and I can say, yeah, I could do this bit or need to add this. That That's how I work best. So that's what I kind of try to create to share um, for other people. But, you know, we do have lots of members who who aren't actually interested in selling. That's not their primary reason. I would say... I would say for the majority of people, it's not their prime reason for creating work. Mm-hmm. You know, there yes, are... I don't think it's, I don't think it's, you have many members and there might be some who are commercially driven is what I would say. Um, yeah. So there are some artists who are making a series of paintings the same each time they maybe have a little shop or a little gallery and it's very much about selling their own work and it's not that so much that kind of a group although I'm sure there are people doing that it's more of um yeah people with um I would say people with a drive to improve their work to explore to grow as artists Mm -hmm. as their primary with a nice side effect of that being that hopefully you sell more things but Mm -hmm. but very much with that the the art being at the forefront I would say is a characteristic of most members whatever level they're at yeah I think the the art um as creative expression is probably at the center of it rather than necessarily art as commodity Um, and that's true for people who are whether they're exploring or whether this is their full-time job or Mm -hmm. whether they're doing this maybe alongside another job um So, yeah, it's interesting to see people at different levels. Um, But in terms of like the what stage, what stage you're at and what you need at different things. At different levels, we've talked a bit. I mean, we talk quite often on here about a lot of the mindset stuff and the concerns that we have. Um, And I think that part of staying connected to your 
deeper reasons, your emotional kind of connections, looking after that side of you too is really important. And that's probably what I've learned most this year. I think that's the lesson that I've learned this year is like we joked a bit about patience at the beginning and last week. But historically, you know, I'm quite driven. You're quite driven too. And Mm. that's useful. But there's also that side that says it's okay to slow things down a little bit. Um, It is okay to make sure that you're doing things at your pace that's right for you. And if that means taking some time to restructure and reconsider, that's a massively important part of it. And again, something that if you're within a, a course space, you know, you have a course is often is quite concentrated learning, which can feel wonderful Like you're really in it. You're really engaged in it. Like you're like, this is my priority. This is, but there's a very different feel, isn't there? Um, and at every stage of my de- my development, which is, you know, wanting to do this, which is 10 years now, I have had one thing or another which has given me some kind of constant support. And I think choosing that, the right thing for you, I think that is one of the biggest things that will help you it doesn't matter what stage you're at is having some kind of ongoing group or support yeah so that you've got all of these things you know for some people it's an individual coach for me it was that's what it was at the beginning and yeah. then I've moved in and out of various places that have helped at, at different stages yeah I love you doing I like to always have that. For me, it's been your group, actually, the longest consistent thing that I've been in because when did you start it? About 2019, was it? Yeah, 2018. 2018. So that's mm-hmm. the longest consistent thing I've been in. Um, For me, courses, I love a good course, yeah. especially if it just comes at the right time. For something I want to dive deeper into or something completely different or something, like you say, that I want to spend a concentrated period of time on, but I I don't want to lose that consistent thing. So I might have not done this. Well, I did actually. I took a course about YouTube. So mm-hmm. I went deep into that with somebody who's an expert on that. But that doesn't mean I don't want to stay in this group learning all the other general stuff. And now I've got my concentrated time on YouTube. I haven't actually finished that course because I find memberships and courses that are in real time are really effective because there's ongoing support. But an evergreen course I find to be a black hole usually. Hard to stick with. I just like I get I forget and I there's nobody. Some people might not know up. what you might not. Sorry, know what you so ever, yes, sorry. So um, so an in-person course where you've got a teacher doing the course live and it lasts for a certain period of time. A membership like yours is where you've got somebody always there to support you. And ev- what's called an evergreen course, they're those courses that you sign up for. There is no uh, live support from anyone. Mm. You download everything, you work on it on your own, in your own time, which sounds wonderful. Oh, I can Mm. do it whenever I want. 
just for me, it doesn't really work that well because I get distracted, forget what mm. I'm doing. So mm. that's what I meant by those. Sorry for the. So I tend to like a dose of a live course, but some consistent support yeah. in a group long term. I've never had a coach in the way that you have. Just never found the right person, I suppose. But I don't really need it given at the moment that I've got connected artists that feels like enough for me. Yeah. Yeah, but then that's the thing, isn't it? It's knowing what feels like a good a good fit for what you need. Like, where's the gap? Yeah. What, where's the gap or what do you want? It's always the question, isn't it, we come down to? Where's the gap? What do you want next? Yeah. So I think if you're, if you're listening to this and you're just interested in the stages thing, I think the important message is to say, think about of those stages where you might be and then think about what you might be able to let go of for now and and keep it keeping things in perspective and giving yourself knowing that it's a long journey in small stages and that you don't have to race to the finish line so wherever you are what small steps can you make because that's really the philosophy behind what you've created is what what manageable steps can you do and don't get overwhelmed with everything that's ahead of you because you're not mm. there yet. Mm. Yeah, and I think I often, I mean, I have it too, and I I take um, courses and do them when I feel like I need a little bit of, you know, sometimes you do it because you want a little bit of energy injection from somebody else, don't you? You know, you want that little bit of like, okay, fire me up. I don't want it all to be on my shoulders, like all the time. Sometimes it's lovely to do a course that gives you like a, you know, a big spark of energy or gets you going. Um, I, but it's working out where w- what for you is is the thing that you're really working towards um, because it's frustrating. And I think we, we see that not not even just in the art world, but in in all sorts of areas. People, you know, doing course after course, totally just course hopping. Mm-hmm. And not even not finishing. Yes. I, you know, one thing is for sure, like, honestly, if anybody comes into Connected Artists and finishes it, I will give <laughs> them their money back. <laughs> like, because you can't, you know, it's taken this long to build and create because there's, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. Um, and it it's lovely because you, it, it, there's almost so much that you can't think right well I've got to do it all in the next three weeks no you can't you can't you can't you can't but you can be with a group of people who are working out what they need next and working on it together and that's something that actually next year we're building in much much more is different different levels for different ways that people can kind of actually work through and make sure that they are making the progress that they need um otherwise it just becomes another thing to watch or do and that's no good for anyone so yeah well all I can say is I obviously highly recommend it I think right at the beginning I left I think I came and you still didn't have much in there and we were doing live calls and I think I don't know if you remember this but I left and then after about a month, I sent you a video because you weren't accepting new members. And I sent you a video message saying, I'm really sorry I left. And it was a big mistake. Can I come back, please? <laughs> and I haven't left since. And I don't think I will because 
I just get so much out. I, I'm not a regular. I don't post all the time. So I'm one of the quiet ones, really. Yeah. But when I have a quiet moment with a cup of coffee, I'll just come on, check what everyone's doing. It's sometimes it's just to get a little bit of inspiration from people who are doing a lot of things. Sometimes it's like I said, to go check a resource and learn something that I need at that time. But it's like, it's what you said, it's the regular constant in my art life. It's the place I can go to ask questions when normally people are asking me questions. It's yes. the place I can go and just say, I'm stuck with this. Does anyone know what to do? Yeah. And I really like that. Yeah, thank you. I don't remember that. Don't you remember? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but you're quite right. At the beginning, there was nothing. And now there's too much. And that's actually one of the questions I asked in the recent member survey is like, is there too much to navigate? Shall I edit it out and, you know, take some of the things away? <laughs> no, and everyone said, said no, <laughs> no, do not take anything out. Leave it all in. Yeah, because if you took something out, it'd be the one thing that someone needed. You can't Who knows? do that now. Yeah, you know. Who knows? So, yeah. So that's it. So if that sounds good, you know, head over to my website now and and have a little look. And if you want to come in and join us before we'll be closing on Saturday, the I think it's the 10th of December. That's how organized I am with my planning. It's perfect timing because you're trying to run a retreat that week. I so am. you've done it exceptionally well Alice because I know. during the day you'll be running the retreat and at night you'll be answering a thousand emails about should I join or what this or can I join a week later or whatever it is people want to ask well it was supposed to be um in November often we do we do we do a little open in November um but you know we've had other things going on in November too yeah but everything seems to have come at once but like I say I really do if you've been waiting because I do get messages um, you know, it is a lovely time to get settled and started for the new year. So, yes, be very gentle with me if you're still waiting on an email. I will do my best to get back to them. But I hope that I'm going to answer all of the questions you'll know by now. So there we go. So what's inspired you this week? <laughs> Nothing. She's a creep so fast. Look of absolute horror. I you know got what? one. Oh, good. Because what's funny is I do have one, but I can't recall it because I thought in the car, oh, I must mention that in my what's inspired. And I don't know what it was. So let's hear okay. yours instead. Okay. Mine is not very art related, I'm afraid. Um, but you know what? It's, it's it, that struggling to find something to watch on TV that's not gloomy and it's not. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we watched the, it's on Amazon Prime and it's a new series. It's written by somebody who I had never heard of. And even when I went and checked out his Wikipedia page, he's a playwright rather than, um, it says playwright and screenwriter, but it seemed to be more plays. So he's written plays for the Royal Court and things. It's called Mammals and it's got James Corden in it. And it's a sort of black comedy it's only six episodes long and it's a bit quirky it's quite unexpected um it's not a sitcom but it's a little bit off the wall and I actually really enjoyed it I hope there's going to be another series and I'm probably going to have to wait an entire year for it because it's finished we we kind of binge watched it on three evenings and it's all done now and um just on the off chance, 
This is a very personal and completely pointless to everybody else. So huge apologies. Um, I just want to say massive congratulations to artist friend Emily, who, after uh, quite a lot of struggle, has just had a second baby. And the reason that that is coming up now is because she was asking for recommendations. She said, oh, my goodness me, I'd forgotten how long newborns took to feed. I need recommendations for things that I can watch on my phone because this is taking forever. But made me cry when I saw her post because it has been a long time coming through a lot of trials and tribulations. So if you're listening, Emily, congratulations to you and all the family. It was thrilling to see that. Yay! So we're going to wrap up now for this week. If you would like to join Alice's Connected Artists or just learn more about what's what it's all about, you can find the link on her website or on her Instagram bio or in the show notes wherever you're listening to this podcast. Um, we are going to be back for one more week next week and then we are taking a break for the holidays. So... Um, make sure you tune in also make sure you subscribe because when we come back after the holidays you want to make sure that we pop back up in your feed wherever you listen to podcasts so until then we'll see you next week and take care bye have a good week bye back to normal so that's recording my microphone is on stop check because i'm the one that doesn't do that yeah no my no my it's not even seeing my microphone that's because it's not plugged in helpful right hang on what is it why no yep okay microphone's on that does sound better yeah <laughs> funnily Anyway, I'm glad we included No, after last that week, one. I'm the tech idiot. After last week, I'm the one who thinks, oh, Louise just messes it up for Alice. Oh, but it was so funny. <laughs> it did sound funny when I listened back to it. Do you like my lift music? Yeah. <laughs> and you were very patient. You were just quietly, patiently waiting while I ran from room to room. Saying, I tell you, that was my skill I've been yeah. developing this year. Yeah. You, have. you were very calm. Yeah. You were kind of, you didn't have to edit yourself out because you weren't going, oh, for fuck's sake, Louise, get it together. <laughs> it should be clear. There are also other times where I swear equally. Yes. It's not, it's not just a one-way thing, but... Mm-hmm.